Hey everyone, so normally I would give you some fake ads, but instead I'm bringing you a real company today. So this episode is sponsored by SanchDesigns.com, a t-shirt business owned and operated by me. The site features Loteria mashups, Star Wars characters like Han Cholo, Princess Loca, and Arturito, podcast designs from the Brothers Bear podcast and 88 miles per hour podcast, and some fun fan fiction designs like Depeche Mode or SpongeBob SquarePants and the Infinite Sadness. Plus, we have baby, toddler, and kid sizes, so your kids could be walking around in an 88 miles per hour podcast shirt. Use promo code PODCAST to get 15% off your order. And yes, this is a real ad, so if you want to get yourself an 88 miles per hour podcast t-shirt, we have the actual logo that's written in the style of the font of Back to the Future, or the new picture design that we have, go to sansdesigns.com. And when you go and check out, make sure to use promo code PODCAST and you'll get 15% off your order. And make sure to follow Sanch Designs on Instagram. That's Sanch underscore designs. Now let's fire up those time circuits. Set it to the past because today we're traveling back in time to pay tribute to one of the founding members of the greatest band of all time, Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour... You're going to see some serious shit. Uh, Hi, this is Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode, and you're listening to Mark Hill on the Alternative Dance Party from Hell. (laughs) Not much, really. No, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just the, uh, I keep, my job is to keep everyone together, really. Yeah, Martin's a songwriter, Alan's a good musician, Dave's a vocalist, and I bum around. everybody welcome back to the long-awaited episode of 88 miles per hour podcast that's right we've been Híjole. gone for a while our delorean broke down Oh yeah, hey, and especially el air conditioner, the el air fucking the coolant, right? Sí, el coolant, porque está mucho calor, mucho, yeah. muy, muy, very hot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we come, we're coming back with some energy, man. Hell yeah, bro. I missed it's you. Been, I missed it's you, been Santos. a while, man. Likewise, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, finish the introduction. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's basically the intro, ladies and gentlemen, it's Santos Medrano, and as always, I'm joined by... Freddy Morales, buenas tardes, buenas noches, y cómo están todos? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I didn't even check. Let me see oh, if my man. microphones are off. I should have done that earlier. <laughs> I forget. That's why we're not scripted, bro. It's no, all no. improvised. No, we, we, just don't, go. we just take our notes. We don't even have notes. You know, we just go and turn on the mic and vamonos. I know. I, I write, write notes when yeah. I'm watching the movie and then I fucking forget them. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to bring that up. We're very professional. If we were in a Hollywood studio, they would trip out on us. They're like, you guys don't script things? What? What's going on here, you Mexicans? I know. That's how we do that things. You know, we remember in our minds. We have use our brains. Yeah. I don't know why right now when you started doing that. And you like when you mentioned right now, like fucking like, oh, you guys Mexicans or whatever. I don't know why in my head I started thinking about the fucking Taco Bell Chihuahua right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, Taco Bell. He was so famous. Even us. We didn't. You know what? Those Mexicans, man. Yeah, there's certain jokes that are like, hey, hey, no te pases, way. Yeah, that's, that's too much racism, you know? But yeah. We can take it. We can take it, you know? And, and yeah, we make fun of ourselves because it's funny. It's funny stuff. I mean, people need yeah. to chill out. Chill out. You know? 
Yeah, relax, have a relax. good time. Yeah, that's what world. our show law is all about. You're you're yeah. coming here to be entertained, you know, where like every now and again we bring the sadness, you know, because we gotta get serious. We'll but see. majority of the time we're here to give you some fun. So yeah, so uh well you know before we get into it right now i just want to mention that it's fucking hot <laughs> it's summertime <laughs> it's summertime summertime take me take me to the water summertime remember that song no which was that one <laughs> it's I was, a disco song dude and then oh is disco yeah i i just know the other one though yeah. vamos a la playa yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Oh. vamos a la playa oh oh is that is it true that song's about the, like the uh, end of the world or like a holocaust like a nuclear holocaust you know way the way the, the way the world is going right now i think so yes yeah we but that the, song was from like the 70s though the, or the 80s 70s, it's an 80s song and like 99 lock balloons yeah <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a fucking about the like yeah. a almost well, a But um, I hear a little ping, and then I see from Depeche Mode's official Facebook page saying that Andy Fletch Fletcher passed away. And I, I had to do a double take, and I went to the official page, and sure enough, there was with a there was a notice with black background color, and all we would says is we are shocked and filled with overwhelm overwhelming sadness. With the ultimate passing of dear friend, family member, and bandmate Andy Fletch Fletcher. Fletch had a true heart of gold and was always there when you needed support and a lively conversation and a good laugh and a cold pint. Our hearts are with his family and we ask that you keep them in your thoughts and respect their privacy in this difficult time. I must have read that four times. And then I checked and I was like, did, did someone hack? their page because everybody's hacking pages right now you know it's like yeah the, it's, it's it's happening you know and then i you know i'm involved with all these other depeche mode pages and sure enough everybody was just and it's just it was just a storm a shock yeah there's no details of what happened there yeah i was wondering about i was about to ask you, like, they didn't say anything right yeah i've been kind of researching and nothing has popped up it's pretty much saying that he died of natural causes yeah, that's all oh, I've seen. Natural but, um But yeah, so Andy Fletch Fletcher is gone, you know. And so now, I mean, how did, to me, I was shocked. It hit me to, well, I've been grieving this year. So it was like a different grief. Now I'm grieving for the loss of a member of Depeche Mode. So now it, now the grieving has like, okay, <laughs> I took some of your family members. Now I'm going to take, you know, some of your favorite uh, bandmates and, and you, you think about it because it's a band that, yeah, we all know everyone's going to die, but we didn't expect this to come soon. So this is a big, huge shock for all of the Depeche Mode fans around the globe. Yeah. How do you feel? I mean, for me, it's just like, um, I was, it was just like, like, oh, shit, like that's fucking, that's fucking crazy. Like that sucks. Like, you know, it's like, oh, there goes Depeche Mode, basically. That's how I saw it, you know? Okay. It's like, yeah, is, that, it's like, is that what you feel? Is that, do you think that's the end of Depeche Mode? I mean, honestly, for, go with your gut feeling. Don't yeah, yeah. Going. Like, like for me, I, I honestly believe that fucking that's it. That's that's the best mode. Like, they ain't gonna, right. you know, they ain't gonna do anything like wrong. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, we did we got an extra guest to join in on this 
Depeche Mode uh, episode, special episode. I guess it's the the Andrew Fletch tribute album, if you will. <laughs> so we got Brothers Bear podcast right here, Mr. Carlos Medrano, who <clears throat> I figured would be good to have on because it's like all three of us huge Depeche Mode fans. Clearly, one more than all of us since he tributes. You know, they got the tribute band going. But yeah, getting... I've been doing this tribute band for a while now. Como se llaman los peoples are peoples? Um. <laughs> Some most people's <laughs> Los peoples, okay. Bienvenido, <laughs> John. Dipechi mode. Dipechi. Like in Mexico, when I go to Mexico, hey, hey, are you gonna go lay some depech? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have some uh, upcoming shows at the, the OC Fair. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, that's and great. Then, uh, I want a ticket. Right there man. in Montclair. I got the Montclair right there by the mall. By the mall, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, and then uh, <laughs> the swap meet show. Yeah, and then I also have the the, the uh, Santa Fe Springs Swami. Míralo, míralo. <laughs> and then uh, Rocky special, hit me up too. <laughs> with with special guest Elvis Crespo. Suavemente, puro de pech. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so this episode here is going to be a full-on Andrew Fletcher slash Depeche Mode episode. So if you're a fan of Depeche Mode, uh, all things, everything Depeche Mode, of course you're going to enjoy this episode because we've never fully, ever truly just done a Depeche episode. Yes, we did do uh, a focus on 101, but all we did was just talk about 101. This, right. as a whole, we're going to be talking about Andrew Fletcher. If you're wondering... Who's Andy Fletcher? Well, Andy Fletcher was one huge part of Depeche Mode. He was more so like the keyboardist that that was in right there on stage, always doing this funny little cool dance. Like that's the one thing that was awesome about him that, you know, you know, obviously you got Dave doing the spins, you know, the, the butt shakes, the hips, uh, you know, Martin goes out there with his guitar, even gets to sing. But Andrew always, always doing a dance. Like that's what I love. He was always doing this dance, a little fist pumping. But yeah, so Andrew, he was born on July 8th, 1961. So uh, a month from today, right? Isn't today the 8th yeah. or the... Yeah, so a month Is from it? today... Yeah. No, no, no. Well, actually, it's the 9th. But still, like, you know, in 1961, he was born. Uh, he passed away on May 26th of this year. Uh, Fletch was one of the founding members of, of going into Depeche Mode. Uh, honestly, like, even before Depeche, it was him... And a school buddy named Vince Clark, who ended up going off and starting Yaz or Yazoo, if you will, and then going off and doing Erasure. Um, but, you know, he, he started off in a, in a band with him. From there, they went on and started adding the more people like Martin Gore and then Dave Gahan to Folk Allen and all that. And then Vince, you know, so but Andy was there from like the get go. And like, you know, the, the morning, it was like. It was weird because we'll, we'll get into each of us. We'll, we'll talk about how we found out, you know, um, the morning I woke up to a fucking barrage of messages of text messages. And first it was uh, fucking uh, Ray Liotta, you know, and my wife was like, ah, because I tend to like wake up all stupid early in the a.m. So like if something happens and it's like, you know, they're already announcing that stuff on the East Coast, I'll knock it out and put it out quickly on but I, I slept in. I was tired. So the Ray Liotta stuff, I was like, 
it's already been out there like oh this is crazy and i was like you know what let's do a goodfellas episode i'm gonna hit up freddie we could do a new intro like let's repost it but like let's create a new intro and i'm like all right we're gonna do that then we get the next news and this is where all three of us are involved in this because i text all of you guys you text me and or like andrew fletcher and we're like fuck because that depeche mode is a huge fucking band in our lives like honestly like depeche mode like the albums i know like i i have memories where i'll listen to something as carlos has said music is life's time machine where like i'll hear something and it takes me back to the summer of 1998 going in the 99 listening to fucking black celebration in the drama class at summer school you know like shit like that like and and depeche mode has always been huge in my life so like this was like shocking to be like holy shit like the last person i ever like where i was like holy shit for me was chris farley when he passed away chris farley was someone where like because i you know i was young and i was like fuck like i love that guy in junior high like i watched him in snl in high school so when he passed away so it was like those one of those things like this was massive and i hit up freddie i was like hey bro like you know let's still record to do the intro for goodfellas and it affected freddie hard because freddie was just like nah, you know what? I'm not in the mood to record anymore. Like, you know, so I ended up doing the intro without him. And my wife would tell me, he's like, you know what? For Freddie and, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll get into it. He'll say it. But like my wife was telling me, he's like, well, for Freddie, like he had so much loss this year that, and how close and how much and doing the tribute for Depeche, like it's most likely like this is just losing a family member for him. And with the loss, you know, he's already lost. And now adding this to the mix, it's like, you know it's understandable it's it's hitting him hard of course he's not going to want to record i'm like yeah you're right you know it's like you know it's not like he knew andrew but andrew was a part of his life with the tribute band yeah no it makes sense you know and <clears throat> like i said for me it was it was it was shocking you know like um i was like what the fuck like depeche it's like is it over like what's what's gonna happen like are they i'm like i'm thinking that's it no more depeche mode you know right. i i messaged my little brother i messaged you know freddie we talked for a bit and i'm just like you know that's it um and like you know like like freddie like it is, is my what my wife said about you is that what it was that the reason why you didn't want to record the little intro for goodfellas was because it hit you in that level because it's not just a person like you felt like it was just losing another family member because of how much Depeche means to your life and and how you've already had so much loss. This is just more added loss to you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly your wife described it pretty well. I mean, that's exactly because I'm still grieving my mom's death. That's only been four months. And yeah, like I said, I was very close to my parents, very close to my mom. Very still shocking of what the traumatic loss that I took, you know, especially with COVID and the protocol. So I have a lot of like things that I don't have any closure with my moms. And then, so I'm dealing with that every day. I'm being transparent with all of you guys. Yeah. Grieving. It, I, some days I have my good days, some hours I'm good. And then I drop down to like, you know, not depression, just sadness of emptiness. And then, and then you hear, you know, the news of a member of a band that you've you're doing a tribute to you love this band this band has been the soundtrack of your life and then you hear you know one of them pass and it's andy and i've as a fan have been have had been very grateful for the experience that i've had with this project this project has you know just 
made me a better musician, you know, producer, an entertainer, a singer, because I I, I want to like bring it to the Depeche Mode fans. Yeah. And then and then so for me, there's a lot of um it's personal too, because I got to meet the band too. You know, and and you get we don't know them like you know, but we do know their artistic side, and I think that's when, like you said, when you lose like Chris Farley, you you like you know, uh, I don't I don't idolize people. What I'm saying is you watch their you watch them grow. And yeah, like I don't like. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you know what I'm saying I, I don't idolize anybody. I mean, yeah, know. I don't have a you know I'm not worshiping Farley. Exactly. Like no, whatever, no, you no, know, no, like, no. The only one I worship is is, is God, but uh, you know these people are artistic i I appreciate i've learned from them they're kind of our teachers of the stuff that we like so it's like losing a wheel from the depeche mode car we lost a wheel you know and and what's 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 going to happen now so yeah i did i couldn't talk not only that it was just like well so i'm grieving with that and then hearing the news i'm like oh man and then you reached out to me and seriously i had like this knot on my throat like i just couldn't talk did you cry or no did it no i uh, i (laughs) It's okay, yeah. man. You can it's all right, bro. No, it's okay. Like, no. you know, it, it, no. it's okay. No, actually, I did. I did because that's, it's like, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's a sad situation. We lost a Depeche Mode member. Yeah, it wasn't Dave. It was Martin, Martin Gore. They can still continue. But just to know that life is so precious that you don't know. I mean, this year has been brutal. I even posted something today on Facebook. So you guys reach out to someone who's out there who needs reach your mothers, reach your father, reach your brother, sister. You know, we are living in times right now that it's unpredictable. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? So uh, after the pandemic, I've, I've, I've become more aware and I live the day and I make sure that the people that I love, Hey, and I love you. Hey, you know, reach out to them because that's the way we should be. And because we are not guaranteed the next few hours or tomorrow or next month uh-huh. or next year, you know, there's a lot of things still going on. We have an inflation that people think, Oh, you know, people are starving out there. They can't, they don't have the money. They even, they're either going to buy gas or they feed their family. You know what I'm saying? You guys. So it's like we, as, as consumers of music and entertainment, we, we, we dulge into that to escape the sadness that is going around. But now we have some sadness in the entertainment world. So yeah. now it's hitting you from all all over, you guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that make does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. So well, yeah. I I, I, mean, I get it. What about you, Carlos? What what was your initial reaction to I mean, Carlos? Yeah. <laughs> when you, I was actually, yeah, I was working and I think you texted me like right when I had just I, I work for a school district. So as soon as I was finishing one of the sites I, I, I work I was working at, I get the message from you. And, I, and then also, too, I usually I, I was just finishing up mowing the, the front of the school and I parked it and I grabbed my phone. And right when I grabbed my phone, I get a, a message from you. So it was just like, damn, if I didn't, if I was still mowing, I would have been like having a good time. On the yeah. <laughs> Listening to Pesh Mode. Oh, yeah. it's a good album. <laughs> and then uh, after that, I looked and I see, you know, I think you sent me the screenshot. It wasn't really the, the actual posting. But still, either way, the message was there. Yeah. And I'm like reading it. And at first, like I saw, you know, because it was like a black background, right? And then the yeah. white writing. Yeah. yeah. So at first, I'm thinking like, oh, the, the band, like, you know, called it quits or whatever. 
And to me, I was like, too, first Daft Punk and now this, you know? Yeah, and, I thought that too. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I start reading more and I'm like, oh no, this is not nah, like honestly. In my head, I was like, I would rather take a breakup than this. Like, right. Like, <laughs> right. No, you know, at least the breakup, like, yeah, the music's still there. And, you know, right. And they could probably get together, good. you know, reunion. Yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's always that possibility. You never know. But here it was just like, dude, and I, and I know. Like, that's the thing. As much as, like, I went on to Depeche Mode being my first live concert, my first, pretty much everything when it came to introduction of music, you know, yeah, I went off and started, you know, venturing out with my own music and what became my favorite band and what became this and that, you know. As a child from elementary going into middle school, like, it was Depeche Mode. You know, I got, like, that. that's the thing where it's, like, I got made fun of for liking Depeche Mode because it wasn't in or with my kid, like during my generation, it was like what was cool on the, you know, uh, on radio. Like, like I remember yeah. everyone was really big into Linkin Park. I never got into them. And uh, there was right. just, wow. like, everyone was like, oh, you look that good stuff. What is that Depeche Mode stuff? And then they would see images yep. of them. And then they would be like, look at these guys. They're all gay. You know, I was like, that's yeah, so always, right? You know? That's so, so that's so just fun. but you know, kids oh, like whatever if you're not into what they're into, they just made fun of you for it. Exactly. You know? So it wasn't until I got to high school, then I found friends who actually listened to Depeche Mode. And I always mm -hmm. felt like I was ahead of the curve on that one, you know. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean hey uh, do you got black pants and a black shirt, all right, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know. It, it was always cool to to have that flex of like being Depeche Mode as my first concert, and I even actually found that ticket stuff, which it's in 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 uh, with all my other tickets. But it's wow. cool to have that, you know. Yeah, I and a also few to, to say that like you saw a concert when it was at a venue that when it was still called the Arrowhead Pond, as it is the Honda Center. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was the last time I was in that venue, bro. Oh, the really? Depeche Mode concert, yes. Oh, for <laughs> that was it. Right? It was Exciter. Yeah. Then that yeah, be that. So, yeah. And 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 it's crazy because like I as I've lost count, you know, from two thousand was two thousand one to now, like how many concerts I've seen over my life, how many shows I've seen, you know. Dude, I yeah, I've wind my down first... now that I became a parent, but there's certain shows that like so I you've remember missed, and there's certain you've shows you've missed that... a concert. Huh? You've missed concerts of Depeche Mode. Uh, there was there was one that i missed i i think it was the not this tour but the one before that i think that sounds was the of the universe that i missed sounds of the universe no sounds of the universe is when he was front of the front fucking row with me but um no the other one the one after oh, delta delta yeah Machine, delta, right? that, that was oh, you the missed only, that one okay the only tour that i didn't i didn't see them with i mean you didn't miss out much <laughs> well actually no 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 i i had tickets for it that's when Dave started having um like the the throat issues. Yeah. And the show that I had tickets for got canceled. Oh, um, wow. Oh, yeah, there was. I, I had tickets to go see him at, at the venue where I saw him last time in, in Chula Vista. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the one okay. I went. I went to that one. So. Myself, on that one. Yeah. Oh, man. See, if I would have known you were there, I would have been. Hey, vamos. Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> grab grab, grab some bananas. That show, too. Bananas? Why bananas? Fletch. Fletch was a favorite of bananas. Dude, there's a video oh. of Fletch. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, hey, bananas. you want to hang out with me? Bring bananas. 
Bananas de qué? ¿Para qué? Cochino. I know, that's why he's like bananas. Bring no, bananas. para el Fletch. Oh, bananas I didn't para know he liked bananas. Yeah, that's he... what it says right here in his wiki. You know, Fletch loved bananas. Yeah, he did. <laughs> potassium, man. He had to use the potassium up on stage but, and all that. So, yeah, after after I read the, the like the full message, I'm like, dude, like it, it, it did hit me. And then I started thinking about like every single time I'd see him, you know, right. yeah, the Delta tour was the only tour I, I missed them with. But I still thought about every single time I saw them live. And then I really started thinking about that, that memory of the first concert. Like, I don't know if I really talked about it when we did the 101 episode. And if I did, oh, well, I'm going to talk about it again. But we got tickets for that show. This is during, like, the dial-up era. So it was a mission to even get tickets on either either my mom phoned it in or or wow. we still managed to get tickets online. For we what? got them. We're excited. And there was an issue with the Ticketmaster online thing where a lot of people lost their tickets. No, wait, uh, what are you what are you talking about? Uh, when we got tickets for that tour, the Exciter tour. Oh, no, I could tell you exactly what happened. Oh, okay, see, I yeah. have no full memory of that. Well, yeah, so. I'll tell you what happened, but I just want to read the message that we're all referring to. So this is still their last post on DepecheMode.com. It says right here, we are shocked and filled with overwhelming sadness with the ultimate untimely um passing of our dear friend family member and bandaid uh and why do you say bandaid bandmates andy fletch uh fletch Fr fletcher what the fuck i can't no, even man, read. Man, I probably, you know fucking yeah i need some water uh fletcher, i know it's all like serious and i'm fucking <laughs> sounds like i'm making jokes you know he's gonna get all mad no but serious though fletch had a true heart of gold and was always there when you needed support a lively conversation, a good laugh, and or a cold pint. Our hearts are with his family, as and we ask that you keep them in your thoughts and respect their privacy in this difficult time. So I read that horribly wrong, but that was the message that I screenshotted, sent to Carlos and Freddie. You saw that thing yeah. right away, you know, and the yeah. message. And that was all of us where we were just like, what the fuck? And oh, it's just man. like... Yeah, like uh, again, Freddie was, you know, the the sadness was the first thing that popped in and said, like, shit, another loss. Carlos was, you know, like fucking, oh no, are they breaking up? Was the first thought, like, and then he it realized, like, oh shit, a death. My thought was the first thing was like, ah fuck, there goes the pesh mode. You know, it's fucked up. But I was just like, I saw it as in the like uh, a fan of their music. We're like, oh, we're not gonna get much because like. You know what, what? What fucking sucks about the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before COVID? Like they would like how the Cure got it the year before. Like they they do this whole performance thing where the band sits in the audience and watches other artists perform their songs, and they'll yeah. do like two, three, whatever. It's a whole concert and shit. And I got excited when they announced like Depeche because I'm like, who's gonna come out? What's gonna happen? I remember everybody always being like, "Hey, is it fucking Richard Blade? Is he gonna induct and document? Like, is he gonna be? You know, because he should. It should have been him and all yeah. this stuff." And then they didn't get to perform. They didn't get to do anything because yeah, it was all COVID. COVID, COVID and, destroyed and like, everything. And even even their video thing, they were just like, "Eh, hey, whatever," like fucking around. <laughs> Yeah, probably Dave is like, oh man, I don't want to move around and move from my house right now. I'm just chilling. Plus, yeah, you know, it, COVID, it, COVID was rampant. You know, it's yeah. like COVID was just no, like, but what I'm saying, they had an opportunity to like make like if you watch their video, they're just like, eh, 
like whatever just oh, laughing. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not even they don't even care about like hey thanks everybody all oh, this isn't amazing they're just like uh what do we do are we supposed to perform like i don't know yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah, just like they're joking, joking with each other because yeah. that's the type of type of people they are like yeah. they they're just like so fun and like i'll get into how i met i got to spend time with you know andrew uh fletch like and you know he's truly as one like a nice fucking guy but it's it's just like crazy so and then obviously we'll get into more depeche like we'll talk favorite albums and stuff um you know like we'll talk our, our favorite concert that we ever saw live of depeche mode and stuff like you know um like i'll, I'll just real quickly name the story of what carlos was referring to uh with dial up where his first concert exciter you know and fucking so my dad he, he like he used to be a dj uh, and the radio, but then at, at a point just left it because it took over his life. You know, I mentioned this in the past with you, Freddie, about his story yeah. of how, you know, he's like, no, nah, I want to be home more on the weekends, this and that. But he had the itch to right. play music, to talk and announce. So what did he do? He fucking bought all the DJ gear and he would go and DJ parties on the weekends. He nice. would go, but also too, to make extra money, you know, he fucking bought tables and chairs. Well, the, the day Exciter tickets are going to go on sale. Remember, Saturdays, 9 a.m., right? Yeah, get in line. Get that Fucking bracelet. I'm like, you know, or, or well, AOL at the time, because 2001, by that point, you could go online. And buy oh, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah. You know, so fucking I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to wake up and go. And at one point, it's like, you know, 8 a.m. And my dad is like, okay, vamonos. I'm like, what do you, what do you I got, we got to go pick up the chairs. Go with me. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, shit. And there we are driving the Rancho Cucamonga. I go, we drive, load everything fucking all quick. Like the fastest I've ever worked and then drive back. I'm like, cause I'm like trying to rush to get home in time. Right. I get home where Carlos is there already awake. I'm like, all right, we're going to buy the tickets. And fucking, this is like the early days when if you get a call while you're online, your shit freezes and oh, then you get kicked off. Yeah. So I get the tickets I'm about to purchase. And then I'm like, what's going on? Why is it freezing? What's happening? And I'm thinking, oh, Ticketmaster master crashed. No, fucking we got a call. So it kicked me off. It's like, goodbye. I was like, ah! Oh. <laughs> we're like ah! and we had good seats. Oh. We log back in and we get nosebleed seats. But we're just like, whatever. Well, all right, we're, we're cool. Oh, wow. Well. At that point, we buy the tickets, we get everything, we're all said and done, so on and so forth. So we 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 end up getting a call because like I had to use, you know, I didn't have a debit card, so my I used my mom's card, but I gave her the money. So here's what happened. So we end up getting a call. My mom gets a call at Ticketmaster saying, like, hey, there's a bunch of issues with credit cards, so we need you to come to confirm the purchase or they called her to confirm the purchase, blah, blah, blah. So on and so forth. She's like, yeah, it's legit. So we're going to about to go and pick up the tickets at that point. You know, me and Carlos, were going well, when we get there, they tell us, <clears throat> Hey, because there is an issue with a lot of credit cards, do you guys want to bump up your seats? And we're like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, because of that, a lot of fucking tickets, like it was faulty shit, like probably fraud that a lot of seats got re released. And there was floor seats. It's like, yeah, you know, you just have uh -huh. to pay a little bit more. So me and Carlos, like, yeah, and I had cash because everybody carried cash at the time. So I'm like, here's the extra money. And we got to be floor seats and got to see fucking Depeche Mode for that for wow, his first concert. Yeah, dude, it was floor seats for Depeche. Nice, nicely done. Yeah, yeah. See, so, that's uh, what's fun. I remember there was uh, these two drunk guys right in front of us. I think they, they also made the show for me. Because I oh, remember yeah, they were all singing and dancing. Yeah, they were singing and dancing. And that was like the first time experiencing like fans like really letting loose, but then drunk fans too. But they weren't that 
your annoying drunk fans. No, like they, they were happy were, drunk. Yeah, yeah, they were like the happy drunk, like excited. I remember. Yeah, that's, I think that, that, that's day, the Morrissey show. That's the yeah. Morrissey show. The other one. <laughs> I, I think to this day I can't listen to um dressed in black but i'll think oh yeah because <laughs> they, they think that song even better man wow yeah wow uh, on their last tour though which i'm like honestly it's one of those things where like i'm i'm glad i i made it to that tour because i had got to with some friends and we were driving there and it was like bumper to bumper to the the venue the chula vista venue right yeah and i was like dude we're not gonna make it we're not gonna make it and i just said i saw a bunch of people just randomly parking these spots and i, I just said hey you guys do what you want to do what the hell i'm getting out this car and i ran it like, mm. i don't even know how how far i i ran to the venue and i remember being like <laughs> I, I didn't care i want to go grab a beer really quick just to like freshen up and this and that and i got to the lawn and the moment i like found a spot the lights turned off wow and I was like, damn, dude, if I would have not got off that car, yeah, I don't think I would be here right now. And yeah. and and it was cool because I ended up being like right next to a family and they had their kids and I'm like looking at them and they were they were young and they probably looked roughly like maybe the age that I saw the best for the first time. But I mean, they looked more of the age appropriate because me, I've always been tall, so I never looked like a kid when I was a kid. <laughs> and and I'm looking at them and I was like, damn, dude, that I if I, I even said like if I ever have kids, I'm gonna do that one day. And then like so that was like my another initial thought that popped in my head when I when I read the news. I was just like, dude, like, yeah, I've taken the kids my kids to their first technically their first concert. But for me, it's like it it's been a dream to like I want them to see Depeche Mode, regardless if they have no memory of it or not. Like I wanna take them, you know, and and so that popped in my head where it's like I wanted to pass that to them as a memory of like, you saw one of the most like iconic bands alive, whether you remember it or not, you know? And I think that's what saddened me too, which is like, I I've been a concert goer. I've been going to shows. I've been doing shows for so long that that's where it hit me the most where it's like, I thought about that family. And then I thought about me being, you know, a family man now. And it's like, dude, like that's, I always get told that, like, oh, no, you have kids. You're not going to be able to go to shows and this and that. And I'm like, ah, no, nah, wait, just wait till they're age appropriate. I'm going to be taking yeah. them. Yeah. Right. You know? Sharing the experience, you know, and, yeah. and, 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 and enjoying that moment. Yeah. Freddie, what was your Depeche, your, the very first Depeche show that you went to? 101. <laughs> Thanks to a friend of mine who, uh, had an extra ticket and he said, Hey, I'm going to take it to your first concert. And then I was 18. Um, what was that? Yeah. 18. And then, um, you know, I said, Hey dad, I'm going to go to a concert. I'll be very careful, you know? And we went and yeah, I mean, if you've seen that film, I was part of that. And I was right next on the left-hand side of the stage where Dave went onto that walkway and he did his arms for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that was like, wow. And that was, I've never missed since that, I've never missed a Depeche Mode show. Really? So yeah. you saw him at Dodgers? Yep, at those Dodgers two nights. Fuck, dude, that's badass. Yeah, and I had ble- I had bad seats for that, but I-, I was getting the feedback like, "You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. personal, personal, Jesus, Jesus." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone to hear, hear, hear. You know, and I was. It like, sounded I like care, you're an actual Dodger game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Lady, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. How are you? You know, right? <laughs> did you make it to that show at the shrine? Yes, I did. I went by myself. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I went. How and... many shows? How many Depeche Mode shows did you see by yourself? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I know. It seems like you go all by of them. All, all of, of them? them? Yes. I don't. I don't think I've ever gone to Depeche Mode show. Wait, wait yeah, yeah. Well, sorry. My well, the first one you my said your friend took you. Yeah, my friend. Well, that was yeah. But like saying like, like a girlfriend or, you know, no, I've never experienced that. But yeah, actually, yes, I can. The last tour I went with my, my ex-girlfriend and yeah. uh, that was, um, that was, um, that was the last time. That was the first and last time that I've gone to a concert with a female. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. So, but all the other ones, I remember I went to, a, I had a girlfriend and we went to, I had tickets to go see Duran Duran at the forum. This is when they were performing the the album the wedding album it's not called the wedding album it's called something else but it's just self-titled yeah self-titled and uh that was a huge album comeback for them and um i don't know something happened i said la fregada, yo me voy solo. <laughs> and then i got in my car and i'm not you're gonna let me ruin my day i'm gonna go <laughs> Duran Duran. talk about the wedding album right <laughs> yeah talk about the, el divorciado album, ese. the divorce album <laughs> and, uh, i went I, I mean, you know what I, I go there. you meet people bro it's like people like i do i would go to them i go to the movies when well, i haven't been to movies lately or it's been a while but i would go to if i want to go see a movie i don't care i'll go by myself i enjoy being by myself yeah i've always been a loner so i just it's cool yeah you want to go to the movie and you know more popcorn for me and that's it more fun you know what I saw Depeche Mode by myself. Uh, one of the shows I went by myself. What, I remember it concert? was for it was Exciter. Okay, because with Carlos, I saw the Exciter at the Honda. I mean, the fucking Arrowhead Pond, whatever. Okay, at the Honda Center, right? So Arrowhead Pond. Well, re remember before that, they always perform at the Staples, right? Yes. They do Staples and then yeah. they go to Anaheim, right? right so Los right. Angeles, Anaheim. So there was this guy online, like, you know, back in AOL days, they had the group rooms and you could, they had a Depeche and I was in there in Los Angeles. So, and some guys like, Hey, I'm selling tickets for, you know, he was just selling individual seats all scattered in the fucking. And I'm like, Oh, you, you know, Hey, you know what? I don't have much money, but fucking I'll, I'll, when I see you, I'll give you $20. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll mail you fucking money ah, every now okay. and again. Right? right. He's like, yeah, it sounds good. Cause he wanted to get rid of the shit. So oh, wow. he gives me, he gives me fucking, you know, a ticket and I'm there dancing all by myself. All, all having a good time. I feel bad. Cause fucking one, the guy looked like a young Martin Gore, like no lie, flat out Martin Gore. I was like, right. Oh shit. But like, I never paid him back, dude. Like, cause I, it was like every wow. time, like, I was like, I, I never had extra money to send him. Like, I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> and, 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 and like, at one point he even like he messaged me. He's like, Hey, do you want to just try to settle it on judge duty? And I was like, no, what the fuck? I'm going to lose. Like, why do I want to oh go? For <laughs> I always feel bad. That's why like, that was one of those things that if I ever made it to be famous and I did like a TV interview, I'd be like, or, or, you know, even online to be like, Hey, uh, I, I, I bought a ticket off of you. Who are you? If I could find you, I'll, I'll pay you the money I owe you because it was supposed to be seventy dollars, but I only gave him twenty dollars. He's gonna add interest, man. I mean, right? Like Two thousand three. Okay, interest for every year. Oh, you owe me ten. It's grand. like yeah. when I see those old posters of like bands <laughs> that played at like Madison Square Garden. You see like ten bucks. I'm like, right? There's no yeah. way now it would the, be that the much. The door, now. the the doors in the sixty for four bucks. 
It's you crazy, know? right? Fucking oh, dude, all like outrageous. the tickets. And now it's like Depeche Mode tickets, ten thousand dollars. It's like what? Seriously, yeah, front seen- row and a uh, backstage and meet and greet. Yeah, like I, I, I had seen one at a record store the other day. It was uh, for Credence, and it said at uh, Madison Square, and it was like four bucks for this uh, uh, seating, and I think the highest it went was like eight bucks. And I was yeah. like, dude, imagine that. Like now, there's no way. Yeah, talk mm. about inflation. And That's especially with all, the, uh, all, well, it's more so. A lot of the bands charge more because of the fucking ticket masters or whatever the companies uh, that dude. they use. They're the ones that charge an arm and a leg, so the band needs to charge more just to get some fucking money, dude. It sucks. No, no, it's it's terrible now. Yeah, tickets. I don't. I mean, the, the look. The only bands that I would spend the money is Duran Duran and Depeche. That's it. Yeah, I don't. You know. I mean, it, it's, I mean, in Duran Duran, so they get congratulations. They are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they will be performing. They are going to be bringing Andy Taylor and Warren Cucurillo. Andy Taylor was uh, the guitarist for uh, Duran Duran from the early beginning to the 90s. Are they going to bring the Kaja Gugu guy? Wasn't no, he in I, the beginning of the yeah, of Duran yeah, Duran? But that, that was that was a project that Nick Rhodes was working with. So he worked a lot with, he actually produced Kaja Gugu. No, but wasn't he the original lead singer no, or something no. with Duran, right? No, no. Because he was at the beginning and then he left, right? I thought that's no, what there happened. Was, there was a guy called Stephen Puff Puff Duffy or something like that. Oh, wait. No, yeah. Fucking kiss the, me with kiss. your mind. Ah, dude, that's my favorite 80s song of all fucking time. Yeah, that guy. He was, and then they were like, ah, you know, and then Simon came in with his leopard pants and said, no, este sí, este tiene, se pone bien los pantalones. Está bien cute. Y está chulo el güey. Órale, Simón. ¿Cómo se llama Simón Libón? Simón Libón. Speaking of a fucking Duran Duran dude and Chris Farley, I saw someone, I follow this Chris Farley page and they posted a fucking Chris Farley being uh, Simon Laban, all oh, fat, fucking, and oh. I'm hungry. And I'm like, I've never seen this oh, shit on hilarious. SNL. I was hey, like, hey, was Freddy. he ever? Yeah. Quick question. Were you there for the patch, uh for Jimmy Kimmel? Yes. Okay, we were, were. Wait, I remember something. Were you there too? No, I wasn't there. I saw it on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was there and there was a big pole in front of me. So all I got to see was a big pole in front of me. Wait, was it Depeche or when he was doing this solo? Because no, I know no. he's done it twice. No, it was Depeche. Okay. Was, it's when they day. literally closed off the whole street. Oh, yes. No, on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. I was there too. Yeah. I was no, there. yeah, I remember it. I went, I went to that. That was, I, I actually yeah. had okay, decent seats. I mean, not seats. There was a fucking street, but. Dude, the only 80s bands that have done that is Duran Duran because they just recently did it. I got to see Duran Duran in the parking lot for the Big Thing album. That's when they're all high in coke. They're, they're all, if you look at pictures, bro. John Taylor looked like a. Like a please, man, he was so tall and just pale looking. They're all doing coke, and but they, they I like that album, so I got to see them. <laughs> you're all the trashing it, line. and you're like, Yeah, I like it. No, but it's okay. That time for the Jimmy Kimmel show, it, I mean, it was cool to see them there. I don't think it was worth that long ass way, but I think the reason why I hated the whole experience is because my co worker at the time at the bowling alley. When I worked there, his mom, uh, his mom also worked with us. So she worked in like in the snack bar area. And she's like, hey, are you going to that Depeche thing 
And I'm like, uh, yeah, why? And she's like, can you take my son? Which is by saying take my son, he was way older than me at the time. <laughs> so like, you take my ad- like, uh, adult son with you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and I'm like, uh, but see, the thing is that this guy, like he was weird. I didn't know until way later that he was like, like he was, he was a meth head, but no, nobody knew. Ooh. So that's why he was always like, you know, yeah, like all tweaking just, and stuff. Wow. So I was like, uh, and then, she was just like, please, can you take him? Can you? Like, he loves Depeche Mode. And I'm like, dude, I know. Like, he doesn't shut up ever since he found out that I, I'm a Depeche man. Like, he doesn't shut up about it, you know? Right. And she just like, please, please. And she, like, pulled out her purse and, like, offered me a hundred bucks Boot. to take him. You better dude. take him. She fucking... was like, yeah, te doy 100 dollars para que me lo quites en la vista. Like, uh, right? Like and I'm like, look, like, I just felt awkward, and then my coworker, my other coworker, shows up. He's like, just sees her like handing me money, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, this doesn't look awkward at all. And I was just like, uh, sure, and I, I like whatever. He said, just use it for food or gas, and this and that. Just use it for the gas. I'm like, whatever. So I end up taking him, and the whole time, like, he just did not shut up. Like, he was like talkative, like, like really. I'm like, eh. And even mm. I had my ex-girlfriend with me at the time and she was like, why did you bring him? I'm like, I didn't want to. Like, I really did it. I felt bad. Dollars. The whole we I don't know why, but that I regretted parking on Hollywood and Highland. Oh, yeah. From, uh, yeah, from Hollywood and Highland to where that the, the stage was, it was a long ass walk. Yeah. Well, so, the stage was at where the new Ami- Amoeba is. Right? That yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. But, the were the W they yeah, yeah, the because it was barely yeah, being made new. at the time yeah the and they're like or it was on like Hollywood yeah. Boulevard on Hollywood so if you guys are at the, so I went a tour it's the W the Hollywood Boulevard right there that's where the <laughs> stage was I just remember after the like it was cool seeing them I remember sitting on top of the bear on one of the, like the rails just to get a, a better view and I mean, it was cool when they finally came out I I, I they played for like what half hour right. They played, no, no they, well, they played, here, I, well, they did. They did several songs for Jimmy, and then they did extra for the fans. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. There are more than twenty million people flooding the streets of Hollywood right now. This is their latest CD. It's called "Sounds of the Universe," performing live from the W Hollywood Residences and Rogue Pictures block party. The song is called "Wrong," Depeche Mode. It and says then, the band the band played seven songs in just under 45 minutes, including Wrong, the first single from Sounds of the Universe, and obviously Personal Jesus, Enjoy the Silence, and closing right. the show with Never Let Me Down Again. Right, exactly, with the hands up. Yeah, because I remember the whole hand. I mean, everyone remembers the, the hands yeah, and all that. Yeah, that that's, a, that's a signature uh, thing that we do at the Depeche Mode concert, the hands. Yeah, that that's that you, you can't do a show without that, you know? you know. If you see Elvis Crespo doing it like, hey, nos copiando el Dave Gunn, Elvis Crespo. <laughs> that's not for you. <laughs> Suavemente, ahora las manos arriba. No, that's for Depeche Mode, not for you. Suavemente, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just fucking, that's just crazy because that was in 2003. No, I'm going 2003. What the fuck? No, um, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was. Well, 2006 was playing the angel. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Where does it say? Yeah. 2009. Yeah, yes. There you go. 2009. Yeah, so four, it, it's because it years. says. 
<clears throat> it, it's because it says that the show was launched in 2003 because the, his first episode, he did that, but with Coldplay to announce the new show. So fucking, but it wasn't as big. It was just right in front of the Chinese theater where he does his show. Uh, I remember they closed that down, but this was fucking dude. Like it just went back because they did it in massive sections Yeah, where you, and I remember it was me, my ex-wife, uh, my buddy and his ex-girlfriend now, um, it was all four of us like at this one spot and it, I don't know, it felt really good because it didn't feel like we were that far from the stage or maybe I'm just envisioning the screen that we were staring at. I don't know. No, they, but, did, a good, they did a good job <laughs> in the production. Like you said, they had, you guys had yeah. like little blocks and then they put speakers too behind so that way yeah. you won't lose the sound so they did a good job on that and I mean, earlier that week amoeba was selling the deluxe edition of sounds right. of the universe for a hundred dollars and if you were one of the like hundred people that bought it you got vip front row access to yeah. the show and uh my ex knew someone that bought it and got to be right in the very fucking front of the of the show to perform yeah. right I it's remember like, this indie band, uh, they're called Black Kids. They were playing at the Fonda. And and so anybody who had tickets to go see that show, they had a park elsewhere. And I remember the lead singer was just kind of standing outside because I actually liked that band. I was like, oh, damn. And then he's like, what's going on? And I was like, and everyone's telling him because nobody knew who he was except for me and, 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 yeah. uh, and my ex. And we're like, dude, that, 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 look who it is. And because he has a big fro. And, um, he realized, like, how the hell am I gonna compete with Depeche Mode? Oh yeah, and that's then a pretty bad thing. Up, right? Like, I would fire my, I would fire my manager, my bookie. Why right? you put me on the Depeche Mode, pendejo? You know? <laughs> I only had one guy, and the guy said hi, and he got, he's the only one that got excited. <laughs> yeah, the one, the one he's guy. a comedian. The one guy, his name is Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right here it says set list wrong. I was born with the wrong side in the wrong ass. Personal Jesus. Walking in my shoes. Try walking in my shoes. Yes, stop my Come back. One of my favorites. Come back. Come back to me. Peace. Enjoy the silence. All I ever wanted, all I ever needed is here in my arms. And never let me down again. That was the set list. I'm taking a ride with my best friend. I hope he never lets me down again. For this, for this fucking live show. Dude, that year... Like was fucking sound, sounds of the universe. I would have to say was like uh, an amazing album. Like here, I'll, I'll really, I'll quickly say how I was able to meet Andrew Fletcher and how I got to spend time with him. It was it was fucking crazy because see, like at the see at the time I had gotten married and I was celebrating my my one year anniversary and shit. So we went out to the Getty Center. We were there trying to you know look at fucking paintings and shit. And she gets a message from this guy. I know, fucking, you know. Wife, I have good tires. Uh, I have good, good style in art. Yeah. <laughs> in art, art you know, fucking uh, Whistler's mother and shit. Mira, you know. mira, mira. Okay. 
<laughs> so uh my ex knew this guy who was all about music and this guy loved depeche mode but he always had like ins and outs and shit like and fucking to get access to stuff and he sends us a text and says hey you need to drive down santa barbara because martin gore is gonna do a dj set it's like a little benefit show for the bar owner who ha has a medical like thing so they're gonna try to raise money and we're like fuck it let's go we're, you know so we hop in the car and we drive out to santa barbara and we got there all early at when the bar was still the bar before they shut it down to get it ready for the event so we go inside and we see martin gore setting shit up and my ex like wants to go over there and talk to him but she's nervous and scared and i'm like this might probably be your only opportunity to talk to him because he's by himself right. with someone else blah 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 this and that and she just got scared and didn't go talk to him. And I was like, eh, whatever, you know, it, it happens. Maybe later on, it's like, you know, you may have missed your shot, whatever, fucking just leave it be, I guess. And then no lie, dude, after that, as we're going to after they tell us, like, hey, we got to close down to get it ready for tonight. Someone comes up to us and she goes, hey, you know, we are really we you know, we could clearly tell you were there for Martin Gore. Like, but we appreciate you. You didn't go up to him and bother him or anything. Like, he's he's very shy and he likes to be, you right. know. So we thank you for not rushing him, going up to him. So it's kind of like, oh fuck! Like, I'm I'm glad my ex was like scared to go up to him because it would have probably been bad if what if she did go up to him and start talking to him. So it worked out. So at that point, it gave us this coolness factor, like where it's like, oh, now they're gonna be able to talk to us. And we go outside, and then we finally get to go in there as when the event happens. Andrew shows up and it's still not that crazy. And, and that's when we're like, he's over there just drinking and me and my ex like, let's go fucking talk to him. Like, let's go do it. So we go and we start talking to him and he's just fucking the nicest person ever. Do no lie. We talked for over 20 minutes, maybe longer, but he, it wasn't just us being like, Hey, Andrew, like that, that he's just listening. Like the fucking, when are these guys? No, he was responding back, talking to us, asking us questions. Like he was fully engaged in the conversation with us. And we're like, at that point, we're like, you know, we're like, Holy shit, this guy's cool. We were able to take a picture with him and stuff. And, and it was funny because Martin was the one, because uh, you, you know, Martin's very shy day. I mean, uh, Fuck it. I called you Dave right now, Fred. I mean, I mean, <laughs> Dave gone. <laughs> Don't even say that. You know, I'll get the haters on me. <laughs> uh, Freddie, like, you know, Martin's very shy. Like, yeah, he's, he's out of all humble. of them. Humble. He's very, like, quiet and shy yeah. and shit. Well, he was one that he was kind of like we wanted to go up to him. But he most of the time he was behind and doing DJ shit like that at right. that with this fucking. And we want to talk to him, but it was hard. And he was with some girl when we find out it's his girlfriend. And she sees us wanting to talk to him. She's like. She comes up to, he's like, you want to meet him, right? He's like, yeah, you want to get a picture and all that? He's like, I'll do it. I'll help you. I'll, I'll go do it. We're like, okay. So she literally just grabs us and takes them to us, to him wow. and wow. says like, hey, you know, they want a picture, take a picture with them. And, you know, signs and we're like, oh shit. So uh, fucking we, we go and, you know, he poses with us and we didn't get to really talk to him much. He's just his very like, oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank yeah, you, you, know, you. you know, I need, and I, need I need to go mix. Can you hurry up? Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's just like, you know, calm and shit. And yeah, dude. And but like it was cool because like at one point I'm we're chilling at at a booth with because like the guy that she knew, my ex that he was there with his girl, and Andrew starts to walk by. And Andrew, as he's walking by, he does the thing where he puts his arm straight down like this, like, you know, hey, give me five. 
and um, I give him five, dude. I was like, oh shit, fucking Andrew, dude, that's fucking badass. He was so nice, you know. And like, it sucks because it was like, you know, you uh, start doing the kid and play dance with him, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, and like, I, because it was so up in like, let's go. My ex, she had CDs in her car, and she had uh fucking um some great reward in her car. So we grabbed the booklet and we got both of them to sign it. Nice. and and yeah so we got that but you know i lost that shit in the divorce she has it it's like fuck man that would have been cool to have that you know should have fought um, for that one dude right fought for that one no, <laughs> hey, especially now dude it's signed by house. andrew she can andrew signed it so and he's gone dude so it's like that's the signature yeah. it's long gone you know but i still have the pictures they're still on facebook where we got to meet them and that was the same year that like a, a week or two later they were gonna we didn't get it for hollywood bow because I hate the bull in Vegas, Carlos went along. We got front row to see Depeche Mode. So we we did the front row seats and we were well, literally it wasn't front. front row. It was a, a general admission pit. Right. And oh, we, well, we yeah, got, yeah, yeah. But we were lined up early enough that we got to be in the very front. Yeah, we were on the barricade. Yeah. Oh, so like cool. there there's fucking Andrew right there. Dave, like it was cool just seeing them. <laughs> That's what makes geeky. me laugh. I don't know what that I so you and your ex-wife went to the right side of the stage and then i went to the left like i don't know why i didn't go with you two but like like okay oh because we were just trying to find a spot in yeah well we so got you, basically the the middle because i have the photos and videos still of oh, that. okay then. but either way i got more towards the left of it and then i just stood there i'm like okay i found the spot and then i remember there's this chick i she probably thought i was like about her age even though i was like think but that's 2009 right yeah yeah so i'm not i don't even think i'm i maybe 20 i barely turned 21 ish so Hijo, estoy viejo yo. <laughs> so um this girl is like right there and then she just ended up being very talkative with me we're talking this that and i remember she's like oh it's like you're a depeche Mode fan i'm like oh yeah i came with my brother and his, you know his wife and this and then i remember like hey and that was it like I, I it wasn't awkward like she made it very comfortable to be there that was like what I felt like an experience of kind of being alone. But yeah. then everyone around us was kind of being talkative too. But then I remember at one point she's like, he's like, oh, I didn't take a picture. So that, that person has a picture. Like it's like this random person at a show. I'm like, Hey, you know, but yeah, I, I remember being like, dude, this is crazy. Like I'm seeing Depeche like this close. Like I, I wish I still had pictures from that show, but I don't. Um, I do. They're still on my Facebook, honestly. It's like the first post I have on my uh, album is that is the fucking Depeche Mode photos. <laughs> I should have just stole them and said they were mine because technically that was there. Yeah. But you know, yeah, um, I, I just remember like seeing the the screen and yeah, when they walked down, like dude, this like I could feel Dave's sweat like dropping and the like, heat. Yeah, the, I was like, like holy crap, you know. Right. Even when yeah. Martin came close, I was like, and then to see his guitar that close too, like. Right. I, there was a moment where I wasn't even listening to the music. I was just admiring him play the guitar and really seeing, like, I think he had that famous uh, that star guitar. Yeah, that's a that, that's a great looking guitar. He, he that's so I his. remember seeing that. I was like, dude, that that's the guitar. Like it, it right. look how close it is to me. And I, I was just like, I, I I couldn't believe it. Like I I I, I was just there in Vegas watching one of my favorite bands, and it's one of those like, I I, I mean. For me, it's like Radiohead. Like I'm a big Radiohead fan, and for me to finally get as close as I did for for the, uh, for Coachella, like that was an experience for me. 
but that's like the second band I've ever done that with where it's like, I, you know, love this band as much. Like, yeah, it's a soundtrack of my, my life. Cause I go back into elementary school, but thinking about ultra, like uh, there's, there's certain songs that when I listen up to ultra, like I think of like third grade or, or, or fourth grade or something like that. Like it, it takes me back to a certain time of, of that era. So it really was like a pinpoint of, you know, depression in my life. I remember the crappy experience I had with buying the Exciter album because I had a busted lip. So trying to say Depeche Mode with the infected busted lip to somebody at Best Buy, but like, <laughs> Depeche Mode, and they're like, what? I'm trying to tell my mom to tell the person, but my mom can't pronounce the band either. For which so, one? Exciter? Yeah. You got, oh shit. So yeah, because um, you guys went out to go find it for me. Yeah. And I got home from work and you didn't find it the first round because well, they were because sold out. Busted lips, so they well, no, they me. said it was sold no, out. He, he, ended oh, he, right, he, right. he ended up walking with an Elvis Crespo album. Oh, you mean Elvis? Here, take that. Uh, hey, is, is that what you've been listening to lately? Because no, that's bro. like the third no, reference. No, I to... just saw him. I just saw him. He's going to be performing at the swap meet. I do my pop up. I'm like, mira, aquí está el Elvis Crespo. Oh, shit. That's why, because I'm like, he must be listening because he's, he's in the <laughs> mind. That's like the third. He's going to be, saw... the... be opening up for devotional. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I bought tickets for the LA fair. I mean, for the, the county fair, because I want to see him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The song well, meant the silence uh, remix. Well, speaking of no. live shows, uh, you know, Freddie, you should really like because based on when we post, there's plenty of time because yeah. it's not until August. Right. But because of Andrew Fletcher, you what you do, your band, you know, fucking devotional. You should talk about the show that you are doing on August, I believe, second, the first Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I can't. Remember. Oh, you know what? Okay. You nah, give your details, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I had I had my first show of the year last week out at the Hilltop and Tavern in Apple Valley outdoor um show i haven't been to that that was my last show on new year's eve and then my mom got sick on january 3rd and then the rest is all what happened so i haven't been on stage and so my booker called me and said hey Freddie, you want to go back to the hilltop and i said well yeah yeah because i didn't want to just jump into these big shows i needed to have some shows under to get back into the bike and get my body going because it's it's a workout doing the two-hour show of Depeche Mode and I always want to do the best so I told the guys like you know guys I'm going to start booking some shows to get us prepped for the biggest shows of our career we're going to be playing at the Pacific Amphitheater August 7th on Sunday that's you got, that's in Costa Mesa that's like 10,000 seater I've done that show twice that's probably the biggest show of my life. And now I'm doing it again, which I did not even expect this to happen. The booker called me. He said, hey, I have this idea. We want to do the Pacific Amphitheater because they already got me for the hangar, which I haven't missed one beat since we started. It's been now 10 years I've been doing the hangar. Yeah. So that's going to be August 12th on a Friday. Tickets are still available for that. You can get go to the ocfair.com, go into... Uh, uh, concerts, events, and you'll see there August uh, 7th or August 12th. Uh, August 7th, I'm sharing the stage with uh, a Morrissey tribute band uh, called the um, um, Sweet and Tender Hooligans. Yes, yeah, Sweet and Tender Hooligans with Jose. 
great guys. <laughs> I've done shows with them. They're very great musicians. And Jose does a great job singing Morrissey and Smith songs. And then we're also going to have a New Order tribute by a band called Substance. So imagine that. I mean, that's a concert of like, we really wish like Morrissey and New Order and Depeche Mode really did that concert. But imagine you're gonna get, shit. You're going to get it as a tribute. So um, tickets are available for that. Um, I'm still kind of like, those are monster shows for me just to come back. Because I, I, I mean, I was already getting ready to retire this year. But como está inflation, I got to pay the bills. I said, I got to go back on stage, man. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, so, you know, I'm, these shows, the first show, I actually had a synthesizer on stage, empty, no musician to kind of do an honor to Andy. And it was like singing these songs again kind of just makes me feel like, wow, you know, it's like I'm grateful I get to sing these songs again. There's much more meaning to it too as well. The fans are receiving these songs even differently now because, you know, we're all mourning the passing of Andy and just kind of like, we're just kind of floating around kind of like, okay, well, what's going to happen with Depeche Mode? But we still, you know, it's just even for me as a fan and as a performer of the music um now i have to like i just want to give it 200 percent now more you know and and uh i have a show like i said we, i just did my first show last week and uh, i have a show in july and then august we're going to be pretty busy so august 7th at the pacific amphitheater uh you can go to ocfair.com and august 12th at the hangar and those are great, amazing summer shows. If you guys want to enjoy the summer and listen to Depeche Mode in honor of Andy. When's the Montclair one? You know what? That one, I think they're going to scratch it off. They're going to move it. I just heard from today. They're like, hey, oh, okay. uh, we're going to move that date. You know, I said, all right, fine. What are they, Italians or what? Hey. I uh, know. I, they, I just <laughs> talk like that. Hey, okay, yeah, come, they, they own the business. Like, well, hey, Freddy, uh, Depeche Mode. Uh, is it the seating <laughs> venue or is it where it's like standing? No, no. These venues, there's... There's seating because, you know, the no, no, I'm talking about the, the one at the Montclair because I've seen where they have like that's the Canyon Club. It's at the yeah. Montclair Mall, right? I don't even know, bro. I've never been there, but the Canyon Club, they have several venues throughout L.A. throughout. So this one is like in Montclair and I've seen pictures of it. Yeah, it's it's there's no seating there. It's all because um, I've seen it where they they get bands there, but then they put random seating. Like I forgot. Yeah, they do. Well, you know, we're up in their fifties. Like, all right, I gotta sit down, man. My hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, it, you know yeah. what? I'm looking at it right now. The canyon in Montclair. There, there is like a, a whole floor, like a dance floor, you could say. Yeah, like a huge but pit. Yeah, but I'm assuming based on what artists, you know, if it is like the fucking the platters and the coasters and shit, yeah. no seating for the grandmas and the exactly. grandpas, you know, yeah, fucking, like, you know, but um, for the, the youngins, they don't need. Yeah. And this yeah. is at, a, at the Montclair Mall. That's what's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know about that one, but I mean, I have. But it's know. a huge because they closed off a whole side of the mall. And it's it's cool. It looks like a fucking true. Like it reminds me of the House of Blues. That's yeah, literally yeah. what it reminds me. Yeah, of. There you go. That is cool. So, you know, I'm very, I'm being picky. No, we're not picky. Just kind of, you know. What's cuál es, güey? No, and I'm being picky with the shows because I don't want to be doing too many shows. I'm still kind of like. Just, well, I mean, my kid's birthday is. On I bet. Uh, so I need a, uh, an entertainer if you want to do my kid's birthday party. Okay. Okay. I'll be, yeah. El, 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 el payaso. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Well, hey, isn't that your side gig, right? You dress up like a clown dancing to Frank Sinatra. What's that famous Mexican clown that passed? No. Sepain. Sepain. Hey, do you like Sepain? Yes, I do. Hey, can you do Sepain songs? That'd be nice. You know, dress up in the. I'd pay you a hundred bucks, Freddie, if you do that. Two hundred inflation, do two hundred. It's more. Oh, that's right. One hundred for the gas, and one exactly one hundred for the gas, and one hundred for my performance. I tell I tell this promoter like, hey, how much is your rate, Freddie? Well, this, but with inflation, I'm like, I need gas. I need to get there, man. I need to get there. But yeah, so you know, come out. I know uh, we're all kind of just in limbo right now, but uh, you know, Peshmo's music and, and all of those eighties bands, I mean, they're, they're up there already. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, Andy yeah. passed. I'll be there yeah. on the, 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 not the tribute show one, but the, the one afterwards on the, the 12th, right? The 12th. Yeah. The second one. Well, it yeah. was the first one originally, but now it's oh, considered, the 12th? okay. And now it's considered the second one. Cause second you've one, yeah. added a show. Yes, that's the week before. So technically now that's the first yeah. show. So yeah. I'll be there for the second one. I'll be there, you know, enjoying the fucking so enjoy turkey it. I mean, leg while I'm dancing. There you go. You know, <laughs> at the and, fair and enjoy it. Come out because your ticket also gets you into the OC fair. So, you you know, you can get there early You can go and yeah. go to the rides, go visit some animals, go eat some like turkey, <laughs> go visit you know. some animals. <laughs> yeah, there's animals there. I, I, I own farm. I, I know, eat, but I you make it pig. seem like I'm going to go like, hey, how you been? <laughs> You're going <laughs> to you're gonna ride out on a donkey <laughs> exactly before it comes i mean hey yeah come vicente fernandez coming out this guy with his horse <laughs> vincent fernandez <laughs> <laughs> imagine freddie gets to that I point know, where he rides know, a horse right, on stage on stage in black celebration black <laughs> celebration <laughs> and right while you're singing the horse takes a shit he on stage like, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. couldn't you wait and he turns around and says, i couldn't bro it's a black celebration <laughs> <laughs> by the way i'm sober i'm not drunk or high <laughs> <laughs> he just needs a laugh it's been a while since oh, we recorded man. of course bro it's been too much sadness and do you know why by the way that week when when andy passed we had that terrible shooting in texas so dude it was that week wasn't it, it was yeah, yeah. the same it day was. or the yeah it was heavy it week, may have been man. the same day or the following i don't day. know but that was a hard I, week it was just yeah terrible week of just just it's a it's a lot of uh, so my i think it was the, uh, the the next day okay yeah so it was you know my heart goes out to the family in texas and everybody i mean it's, we're living in some tough times but yeah heavy week heavy week with with all that so yeah you know i have a really quick depeche mode story that i don't think i've ever shared but i've seen like i said i've gone to all the concerts but they're also depeche mode did some radio special shows for k-rock and you had to get special tickets and phone mm. in and all that well when they did their ultra promotion they yes. only had two shows they one had one in the uk and one here in los angeles and it was at the shrine auditorium at that time i was already busy getting my record out i was in studio and then i knew this this guy in, in the industry and he said uh, you know hey freddie you want to go to the pesh mode I'll, I'll hook it up for you and you know just back then we didn't have phones we had pagers yeah so, um, he said, your name is going to be at the door. 
I said, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to go see Depeche Mode. And K-Rock was the only one that was giving out tickets. And then yeah. it was for the Ultra. And they were only going to be doing two shows. I was like, because they didn't tour Ultra because Dave was still trying to get off the, the heroin. And he was still in rehab and blah, blah, blah. So that's why they didn't tour Ultra. Um, so I get there. And everybody's like, you know, getting there, running to the front door. And then I get there and then I say, yeah, I'm the guest list. Okay. And then she's like, Oh, what's your name? Freddie Morales. And then she's looking, looking, looking. And then she passed again and she f- flipped like two more pages. Like, Oh man, this, this does not look good here. <laughs> Freddie oh, Morales, double D I E Morales, M O R A L E S. My name was on that list. And she was like, I don't see your name here. I was like, are you serious? Well, who put you here? Well, this guy, this producer, he said, he's like, Oh, well, your name's not here. I was like, are you serious? Oh, dude, I was like, I got so sad because everybody was running in already. So now I was like, so I'm, I turn around and I do the walk of shame, right? I'm like, man, this sucks. But I've always been kind of like, Estaba llorando, little llorando and then um <laughs> so i'm walking bro and i'm just like sad you know i'm like but i'm like i'm gonna break in there right? i need to get in i'm here i'm that i'm that type of dude like all like i've been i've gone into concerts when i don't have a ticket some for some strange way i get in thanks to the the whatever energy I, I find out a way so i was like i'm not gonna give up man i'm here already what am i gonna do go home so and then i see this couple uh, uh, three people walking to, and they're like, you know, business suits and they look like record executives. And yeah. I guess, I guess they saw my sadness on my face. They're like, it's, it's, hey, what's going on, man? And it's like, the it's fucking like, tears. That's what they the saw. Tears, <laughs> like, they saw the depression mode tear. Mira, está chillando este. <laughs> and then he goes, what's wrong? I was like, oh, man. I was like, you know what? I was supposed to be in that list and I'm just, depression was my favorite band and I'm just, I don't have no ticket. And he goes, you know what? Our friend was supposed to show up here. I'm going to give you this ticket, man. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. So I was like, oh, and the ticket looked really cool. It was like holographic and this. this it's just like you couldn't copy this. You know, you couldn't copy this ticket. Yeah, there's so no it, way photocopies. No, it that. was awesome. It was it that ultra where the tear slides up. That was Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, sucked it, it back tear. in. <laughs> exactly. It went down. I went back to my eye. And yeah. Then, and then I walk right, and then she sees. She's like, "Oh, do you have a ticket?" I'll go. Yes, I do have a ticket. And here you go. So I I give her the ticket, dude. The moment I walked in, bro, I was like, "Oh, it's like oh, I can't believe it. it was packed." There was a DJ playing, mixing. I think it was Jason Bentley from. KCRW, he's not in KCRW anymore because he retired, but he still has a show called Metropolis. So check it out. Well, at the time he was a K Rock. He would play Saturday nights yes, late ex- at night. Exactly. Jason so Bentley. yeah. So Jason Bentley was there mixing and I'm awesome because you know the Peshmer always has good electronic music. What the hell? You want that one? I mean, the Shrine though. Dude. Yeah. Shrine so is honestly one of my favorite venues. Yeah. So I'm walking, bro, and then I I'm like, it's packed, bro. And then guess who I see? I see the guy who was supposed to put me on the list yeah he was, there, he was there with this young guy you know i don't know if he was like you know but i was like hugging him and i'm like he looks at me and he was like and he's like his moves like goes how did you get in i was like i got a ticket you asshole i got in <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he no. lied to you that's why like, you're a liar you took your lover and then and then it's like i forget it and then <laughs> <laughs> so i walk i see him i was like yeah i'm here buddy i got in so and then i'm like forget it forget him so i just walked and i like squeezed myself in i got right in the center and as soon as i stopped in the center of the stage the lights turn off and then you hear the beginning of uh the ultra uh intro 
And yeah. dude, that was the most amazing concert that I've ever experienced in the passion because that's when Dave he cut his hair for this show and he yeah he came out with a cigarette and it was only and then uh Andrew Fletcher was on my left the drummer was in the middle that was the first time the drums came out too and and it was the first time without Alan Wilder so this was all new to us for our you know the Depeche Mode fans yeah and then and then Martin Gore was to my right and then they had a keyboard player. It wasn't Peter Gordino at the time. Some other guy who was very excited being up on stage. <laughs> he was like, you know, moving a lot, but he was a good keyboard player. And then I remember seeing up and in the, up in the balcony, everybody who was in the music industry that day was there. Every label, Madonna was up there. Uh, it was crazy. And forget it. I mean, there's video. If you guys want to check that out, you can go on YouTube, Altar Party in the Shrine Auditorium. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I've seen it. I think you can see my hair, you know, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was it, like, was, it that, was, uh, well, go on. No, that was just an incredible experience. And I'm glad I, I, you know, I had the guts to continue and not make it a, a loss of the day for me as a fan. Yeah, it was the Ultra Party in Los Angeles, California. It was May 16th of 1997 yeah i was 27 years old it was a special k-rock was hosting it they had the special party they played use link barrel of a gun useless all my useless advice All my hanging around It's no good I know you can't be Cause it's no good Home Let me down again. Yeah, dude, amazing. If you like, I said you can watch that on YouTube, and you can just—I mean, it was amazing. It was like the first time to see the band with this new setup without Alan Wilder and uh, yeah, and then the rest. Because of them. well, everyone thought like after with what happened with Dave when he tried to kill himself and, and Alan taking off, you're like, that's it, Depeche and. Yeah, well, I, don't think, is, I, don't, I don't think he wanted to kill himself. He was asking and he overdosed twice. That's what well, happened. Well, um, if you if you read fucking what's his name's book, uh, Richard Blade, he says he's he slid himself. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But I don't think. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess I guess because he'll know it. See, no, I no, always no. thought he OD, but he when, did OD. when in the, the thing, book, it, it Blade says that he fucking tried to literally kill himself. I was like, what? So okay. I'm hearing the book and I'm like, all right, who do I no, trust I, more? I, I, I haven't read it. I, read or, it. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's Diablo. a good book. It's I, a good Diablo. book. If you haven't read World in My Eyes, ooh, they ha he has a whole chapter devoted to Depeche Mode. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's it's really good. Um, fucking what's crazy is that that same time frame, I won tickets to go see Jurassic World. I'm not just fucking the Lost World, the Jurassic Park, the second right. movie from K-Rock. 
So when I had to go to Burbank to pick up my tickets, there is this guy all greaser looking fucking 1950s going, picking up his tickets, but for fucking the, the ultra party. Cause right. I, he was, he was first oh, and nice. I was next. And he's like, Oh, you're here with the tickets. And I'm like, yeah, me too. He's like, what are you? He's like, Oh, the Depeche mode. And then she's like, what about you? Oh, Jurassic park. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, yeah. What are you here, for, here for the Sabine tickets? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we have. <laughs> they gave me tickets to Universal Studios and Jurassic Park, but the guy who was in front of me, he was given the tickets to the Ultra Show. In which, oh. hey, fool, fucking, you know what? Yeah, I, I share a story too I that I've never I shared. I mean, I mean, that's that 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 fucking the the was it the shrine or whatever the yes, no the it wasn't the shrine. No, well right. the palace where 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 you performed yes. for on twenty fifteen. Yes. You're that you came on our podcast, the Brothers Bear Podcast Live. You're cheering. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go there for the Depeche Mode convention. You guys are on my list and this and that. All right, awesome. So I show up with my girl, you know, and we're like, oh, uh, you know, uh, we're under Freddie Morales's list or Santos Medrano and flipping the pages, just like you, bro, like your story. Oh man, flipping the pages. No, I don't see anything. Yeah, well, he said I'm on his list, his personal list. He's like, Well, maybe there's the other guest list. They're going through what's your name again? Santos Medrano. Flipping through. Maybe it's on the Brothers Bear podcast. Flipping through. No, there's nothing. Oh, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> nothing, dude. And they were yeah. sold out already by this point. Because the, wow. these guys, the the you know, Carlos and Edgar, they were they showed up before me. So they're already there. They got their shit and all. I'm like, what the fuck? How am so I going to get it? No. They go, I couldn't. But um, so then I was like, hold on. I'm like, and I pull up my fucking phone and there's texts from you saying, yeah, you know, you have two tickets under my name guest list. I'm like, look, this is him. You could see his number. Oh, like okay. you could, you could, uh, we could try calling him right now. And they look at the phone and shit. And they're like, all right, that's fine. And then I walk in, but I, I was like, what the fuck? That guy didn't even give me no passes. <laughs> I, I almost I almost walked home crying too, just like you. <laughs> and then some guy goes, Hey, you want to get in? You know, yeah, yeah. Here's your ticket. Yeah. Oh, your ticket for Elvis Crespo. <laughs> all right man all right well i think it, you know this was a, a nice good depeche tribute yeah. episode uh before we go we're gonna sound off quickly our favorite depeche mode album our favorite depeche mode song and our favorite uh depeche mode tour and not not necessarily like which live show is your favorite um so we're gonna we're gonna start off so no no like 10 minute 15 minute answers just kind of like Round off a little quickly, okay, maybe okay. a, a minute or two at most. All right, so so we're gonna go first. So let's. I'm gonna go based on my screen from left to you know. So so Freddie, favorite Depeche album, music for the masses. Music for the masses. Oh, watch out! Really quickly, why? In thirty seconds or more, at most a minute. And that was like the, the 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 foundation of me becoming a producer. I listened to that record as well as Violator, but music for the masses and then the rest. But that one nice. was like, yeah. Favorite Depeche song out of all? Man, that's a hard one, but I, I, I got to say, if I had one, enjoy the silence. Enjoy the silence. Enjoy the silence. Nice. Now, what's your favorite live performance of theirs? Even if you weren't there, but you saw like their DVD or some shit, you know, or you were there. What's your favorite live Depeche performance? Devotional. Devotional. 
It's yeah. fucking badass. Nice. All right, Carlos, favorite Depeche album? Uh, album? Honestly, I think just because it, it holds like almost being one of my first albums I ever bought, which it, it's not, but I always feel like it was, was Exciter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think just because the, the hassle of me trying to get that album too with the with your lips lip. and all that. <laughs> uh, uh, what a favorite song? A favorite song? That one's whole catalog. But for me, honestly, Nothing's Impossible has always been one of my favorite songs. I still believe in love of the sun. Nothing's impossible. Oh, that's wow. it. That, oh, that's went, a good you, one. you went dark on that one. You went the deep yeah. cuts right there, the right? Deep cuts, B sides. <laughs> the b-sides yeah all right now favorite live performance that you know for depeche either either you saw it on dvd or you were there what would it be your favorite like most favorite live performance honestly going back on exciter i i and and during and favorite tour was the playing the angel tour but when they ended the the it was a, a a nice refresher from out of all the times i had seen them but there was one show during that whole tour that they ended the set with Goodnight Lovers. You want to suffer Like all soul sisters and soul brothers Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a good one, right? Because he was saying, song. he's like, Like trying to get everybody to yeah, be- and 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 I to, I still get chills thinking about that because you know in the, in the song they do the shh the yeah but then getting everybody to really listen like, and then that little platform that they had and per- like where Martin and yeah. him like where they stood right and then just to go shh, and then mm. at that that chorus mm. like yeah. And then that's when everybody sang together. Like, ah, man, that's it's still one of those moments that I think of with, like, out of all the times. And yeah, I've seen them multiple times, and I loved every performance. But there's something about hearing because I felt like personal Jesus was. If it wasn't never let me down again, it was always personal Jesus. Those two were always the last songs. Yeah, that you know, but that tour was the only one that they ended their set with "Goodnight Lovers." Yeah, yeah, every show that that tour, every show, they were trying to mix up and give you stuff you had never heard before. Because I remember I was going to like, I'm like, oh, how come this city gets this? God damn, I would love to hear this song live, you know, and they were trying to switch it up because Depeche. Yeah, fucking, you know, Freddie being a tribute band, he's always going to play the main hits. But yeah, you have to you you guys know. Butched. But fucking Depeche, like they don't like to switch it up either. They're fucking ah, we're gonna give you never let you down again. You know, uh, well, come on, you let well, me I mean, down I never again. I they have to do that. And, and yeah, when I finally got to hear somebody. That that was also an experience, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's 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 a good. One. Have hey, Fred, real quick before I answer, yes. have you do you have you ever done that song? No, I'm actually wanting to add some of those because playing the angel is one of my favorite albums too, and yeah. and good night lovers. I was also thinking of free love. This is freedom. No hidden catch, no strings attached. It's just freedom. 
Oh, oh from Exciter. Love, yeah. I'm thinking. Ah, oh, dude, maybe. I got the chill. Ah, nice. For the Pacific Fair. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I might pop that one out as as because I, you know what, Depeche Mode has so many songs that I that I am like still like okay, now I can dig into these because yeah, I, I'm gonna give you the enjoy the silence personal you never let me know but then i'm going to put something in surprise that's what makes it fun about being in a tribute band because you're never going to hear that song live again who knows so as a tribute band i get to you know recharge that that song or any of the songs that the punishment won't be playing hey, is- you guess this hey <laughs> <laughs> My assistant. It's gonna be. It's like it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be like, I don't. I don't see him. Carlos Medrano. I'm sorry, Carlos Medrano. No, oh, you're, you're not in the list. You're in the list. You're, you're, oh, he put Lonely, you on the, Lonely, Lonely. Uh, I'm looking he, this page right here. He sorry, the, he put you on the Elvis Crespo list. <laughs> <laughs> next week next week (laughs) you don't have your silk shirt on (laughs) is that that free love's the one though no hidden catch no no. strings attached just free love oh yeah yeah Yeah, that one yeah Yeah. they did perform that one live at one of the shows right wasn't the excited but he kept saying that over and over no music no No music music. let me tell you something about the europeans and the latinos they get on it us here in the U.S., nobody gets it. Everybody's all offbeat. That's why Dave is like, no, man, these guys can't even help hold a note. You know, like, oh, just free love, free love. And you hear the, the crowd going, whoa. Oh, here in the, in the States, we jack because everybody's all buzzed or I don't know what's going on. That's yeah. why they never record any concerts live here because, you know, the U.K., they got it done, man. They, they like they sing. <laughs> Yeah. You notice that in Paris too, you know, they see yeah. and yeah. So let's there you go. Man, I lost count of how many times I saw that DVD the one night in Paris. Yeah, I love that that um album. I mean that uh that DVD. It's a great album. Is album it one DVD. night in Paris, the Paris Hilton sex tape? Isn't no, it no, called something no, else? No, no, that's that's another that's what it's <laughs> called. I thought that's the Paris Hilton. One no, no, that's one night in Paris, that's the Depeche Mode. Uh is it or maybe insider. it's the same name. <laughs> Oh wow! Like, what the Ooh, fuck? Like, they're like, I know the kids are like, <laughs> the kids are like, mom, I thought I did order the Depeche Mode. Why am I getting a double X Paris Hilton DVD? What is this? I thought I got Depeche Mode one night in Paris. No, it's <laughs> a la otra cochinada. Oh no, yeah, it is. But see, here you go. On Depeche Mode, they write the word one night right. in Paris. Right. Paris Hilton is the le- the number. One oh, night in Paris. Paris. Don't get that confused. Okay. <laughs> Was, yeah, because if you do search, that's what you get. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that's funny. All right. So my favorite album of all time has to be Songs of Faith and Devotion. Like okay. I seriously love it because it's the album that's a little bit darker. You know, it's like, but some of those songs have such this like sound and great beat that it's like a perfect like with those days where like it, it's nice weather it's a little dark you know but like the this the, it's breezy and certain songs just have that feel like a sunday afternoon you know and it's like i don't know something about that album is so freaking great and then my favorite song has to be nothing
from the patch mode. You know, nothing mm. second is probably come back, but the the like the live version, the one they do in the studio. Come back, come back to me. I'll be waiting patiently. Right. But but fucking yeah, nothing. I've always loved that one from 101. And my favorite Depeche live performance, as much as I love that I was fucking front row at the the sounds of the universe, I would have to say my first time ever seeing Depeche Mode was the singles tour at the Arrowhead Pond of Avenue. Oh, I was there for that one, dude. Because right? they Third played row. all the hits. A third row, yeah. what the fuck? I was yeah, nosebleed. Bro. I was no, nosebleed in the back. I had a I had a had manager a at the time. <laughs> he bought the tickets and and third row, bro. Whew. Center, yeah. fuck, dude. That's when the stabbing westward opened for them. I yeah. got all into them and shit, dude. That's yeah. when I was like, oh, who's this band? I like them. But yeah, dude, it was so fucking cool. Like that night, like seeing Depeche Mode, and they were just playing all the hits. Like yep. I, it was either that or going to almost acoustic Christmas. But I decided on Depeche because my buddy talked me out of it. He's like, look. You're going to get a small set list if you see them at the Acoustic Christmas with a bunch of bands. Right. Or you could pay the same price and see Depeche Mode paying just only them, you know, right. maybe an opening band. So I went with that. And yeah, I got to see them. So the singles tour is my favorite. So, yeah, man. So, yeah. all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. This was an awesome Depeche Mode album. What would be the one song from, from both of you that you think has the most keyboard sound in them because i want to do song of the week that would be the best for uh a fletch you know okay well i want to say because fletch had his favorite depeche mode song himself and he would always Ooh, say what's that. his favorite yeah his is world in my eyes that's world in favorite. my eyes oh, that's okay. all it's all keyboards you know violator era 1991 1990 91 so yeah, World in I, don't, I feel like we've done this as a song, but if who cares? Let's fucking we'll no, do la, it. La que quería, el Andy. Yeah, yeah, you know, Andy. All right, so this is off the album Exciter. Nah, just kidding. Yeah, este. <laughs> Confused <laughs> la gente. Yeah, I'm going to give you an Elvis Crespo album. <laughs> All right, so off of the album Violator, this is the song World in My Eyes by the Mode because it's probably, yeah, it's, it has a lot of that keyboard riff and it, since it's andrew's favorite song depeche of all time that is the, the song of the week that we are going to give you so there you have it ladies and gentlemen it's been fun reminiscing and paying tribute to an artist who was in one of the greatest synth band electronic bands band that rose from the 80s that continue to sell out show, wherever they go even if they're not played on the radio fucking they come down right here to the staples sell it out and Andrew Fletcher, this is a tribute episode to you because we love Depeche Mode and we love everything that you've done for the band, like the music. And this is our tribute episode of 88 Miles Per Hour podcast. So I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future.
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.